Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Caregiving Gen X Style. I am Steve Mullen. And I'm Jennifer Mullen. And to start this episode, we want to start a, a new segment. We call it, How's Your Mom? Jennifer, how's your mom? That is a loaded question it this is. evening, Steve, right? Uh, how's my mom? Well, I mean, generally speaking, my mom's great right? She's living independently in her finally first floor apartment. That's a whole other thing we'll talk about later, getting her into a first floor apartment. Um, But she had a little incident this week. Uh, She likes to sit out on her front porch, which by the way, I love it. I love that she gets out, she gets some fresh air, she can read her books. What they call in the North, they call it a stoop. A stoop? It is a stoop. It's a concrete stoop. You're right, it is. It's definitely a stoop. It's lovely. Um, but her balance has not been very, um, great lately. So when she was trying to go back inside, she had a little slip and not quite fall, but slip, uh, and, uh, had a little damage to the back of her arm and a little pain in the side of her rib. So I'm at work, uh, in my office downtown, many miles away, and I get a text from you, Steve, Me saying, hey, I'm on my way over to your mom's. I need to bandage up her arm. She had a little fall, etc. So thank goodness, by the way, for me, for anyone out there who is fortunate enough to have such an amazing partner oh, yeah. of 27 really years. Really, everyone should have a husband like me. It's true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew that Steve was on it. I couldn't leave work right at that moment. He was over there bandaged up mom's arm and communicated with my one brother who lives here locally. uh, And they coordinated together. Steve got my mom in the car, got her over to the doctor. My brother was able to meet them over there, et cetera, et cetera. Thankfully, nothing serious. uh, But just, you know, one of those moments. And by the way, this is on the heels of, I literally cannot remember if we've already talked about this, Steve, right? But we just had an incident a few weeks ago where oh, yeah. she was on the floor, right? She, yeah. Out on the front porch again, oh, on the love, front porch, right? Yeah. Love that she's outside getting fresh air. Um, but often also tries to carry many things with her at one time, hot coffee, book, phone, uh, all while trying to walk inside of her apartment, which while on the first floor, there's like a little tiny step up inside. It's not great for someone who's, which she does not great. navigate very well because as we've all told her, slow down. Right. Her, this is a really interesting thing though, for, uh, aging parents, um, you know, her brain is working faster than her body is. True. Her, her body is not keeping up with how, how fast her brain is going. So this is on the heels of that slip in which I was home and Steve and I both went over to because pick her up. it's a dual effort to pick her up off the porch. And she was great in great spirits. Thanks for coming to get me, which is awesome. Uh, but yeah, yesterday was a whole other thing that involved, you know, my brother coming, getting her to the doctor, S- Steve getting her to the doctor. That's how, that's how mom is. Yeah. She's all, she's all good. Yeah. Um, but it was just, one of those days. Right. How about you? How's your mom? Um, well, yeah, I'm, I've, I've got a couple of stories. Um, so, Because uh, how are both of your moms? Because really, really those are your that's stories, what it comes right? down to. Well, now they're both really sort of about my mom. I mean, the first one, uh, you know, we talk about being in the sandwich generation. Um, you know what a club sandwich is? I do. Okay, a club sandwich, just for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, it is a sandwich with three pieces of bread. 
and they're usually toasted. But in between there, there's ham, there's turkey, there's bacon, there's lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, all this kind of stuff in between there. It's all smashed together. It's a big, huge sandwich. And uh, But the important part here is that it's three pieces of bread. So yesterday, um, I went over to my mother's uh, apartment in assisted living. She's having some health problems. She's got a pressure wound in her foot, which they used to call a bed sore. The thing is burst. It's gross. It's nasty. I hate feet generally. Steve really hates oh, feet, Oh, my y'all. God. Uh, I mean, I, it's been all I could do to keep from vomiting in my mouth the whole I time. I mean, even I go get a pedicure. My toes yeah, look beautiful. Yeah, your, your feet are clean sound. and not crusty. And it's still, I don't want to look at it. Ever. Anyway, so... Um, it's she's needed a little extra help lately because with that it's on her heel so she's not i mean she's in a wheelchair but she's not as mobile because that foot's it, it's a whole big thing and so i went over there to check in on her bring her some lunch and there's no quick in and out at all ever when when you're dealing with this so i was over there for a little while left there that's one piece of the sandwich that's one piece of bread right there my mother left there immediately rushed out uh, to the Best Buy, uh, up the street, well, a little ways, like 20 minutes away, to take our son's computer, his college computer, up there because it stopped working. That's the second piece of the bread. So you were taking care of your mom, and then you were taking care of our, our son, son yeah, or something who, for whose computer son. just stopped working while he was at college. Right. And I tried to get it fixed myself, and well, now we have to go back to the manufacturer. Thankfully, it's under warranty, but anyway. Uh, so then I got back home, ate my lunch, sat down to get some work done and get a call from your mother. Yes. Who says I, uh, I've fallen and I can't get up. (laughs) No, it's not quite that far, but that's a total, that is a total Gen X thing. Everyone remembers that I've fallen and I can't get up. Absolutely. And we're actually going to have a conversation about those buttons at some point. That Uh, was the previous incident though. You're right. The, the previous incident, the one we haven't spoken about. No, I just talked about it. I just talked about, she fell on the front porch and she couldn't get up and we went. Oh, right, right, right. She didn't press her button. That was the whole thing. Right. I've fallen and I can't get up. up. That was a couple weeks ago. And then yesterday. Yes. All right. So anyway, then I have to go over and, and like you said, I had to bandage her arm. I had to take her to the doctor. I had to wait until your brother could get there. And that was the third piece of the sandwich. Mm. I don't want any more sandwiches. That's like a meaty club sandwich. But like not the good And here's the thing. In theory, I like a club sandwich, but I never order them because it's so much food. It's so much bread. I don't want any more sandwiches. And like, it's a lot to bite into. It is. This is a great analogy, Oh my gosh. It's a lot to bite into. A club sandwich often. Y'all can picture it, right? It's really tall. It's a lot to bite into. That's what just happened here. And I do have one more quick story, though, that I really wanted to tell. And I haven't even told this to Jennifer. I wanted to save it for the podcast. Oh, I can't wait. So um, my mother had to get her foot bandage up. And we called in. There's a company around here. I think they're somewhat nationwide. And uh, they came in to bandage it up and uh, they asked for, you know, who's uh, who's your primary care physician? And she said, Dr. Morris. And now, number one, she has not seen Dr. Morris since she moved into assisted living almost a year ago. And it's been a little ways before that. On top of that, Dr. Morris is dead. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, no, I don't mean to laugh, it's fine. But... I mean, it's fine. I didn't know the man personally. It's okay. But okay. Not You're only still sad he's gone. Rest in peace. Dr. <laughs> not Morris. only is he not her personal doctor, the man's dead <laughs> and she's still giving out his name <laughs> to people 
who need her primary care physician's name. Okay, in fairness to your mom, how long was he her primary? Oh, a long, a long, long time. time. A okay. long, long time. We'll but let it still, pass. And she still does this now. And I, I, I was talking to her today, and she said, yeah, I got a call from Dr. Morris's office. And uh, they wanted to, I said, well, I'll tell you why. Because you gave that nurse practitioner the name of Dr. Morris as your, pers- as your uh, primary care physician. She said, oh, well, he was. I said, he's not anymore. <laughs> and on top of that, he's dead. <laughs> I'm sorry, how long has he been gone? Oh, did you say? two, three months at least. It's been a while. Oh, okay. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he had cancer. He was sick for a long time. He kept practicing. I mean, he powered through, but, um, but he finally succumbed to the cancer. So that's uh, my second story. For today, <laughs> uh, y'all. Here's the thing. And, oh, and with by the way, she get, she she also gave that same nurse practitioner her old phone number from before she moved into assisted living. Well, in fairness, she lived at that twenty years. Yes, twenty plus years. Yes, I get that. And I told her that she said I did. I said, well, that's the number that they tried to call, and then they tried to call me and told me they couldn't get a hold of you on the other number. And I told them why <laughs> that number is no longer. We don't in pay that bill anymore. Oof. Um, All right. In case y'all haven't figured it out. Um, we definitely have to keep interjecting humor into all of this. And we hope that you appreciate it because it's literally the only way to get through some of this. It's we, true. We've got to laugh about it. We're not laughing at anyone. We're just laughing, We're just laughing. sort of about all of yeah. it. And some, yeah, sometimes it just, I mean, it really just strikes you as funny, even though it probably shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and start our episode. Um, we call this one University of Healthcare Facilities. It's a good, it's a good title. Steve. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. I wrote that. Uh, we are hoping that it can help some people that were in a similar situation as us. So what happened? Basically, we've talked in the previous episodes about what started our caregiving journey in earnest. I mean, we'd been taking care of our moms for a while before that, but when we really got neck deep into this stuff and right in that same year, our son was trying to figure out where he wanted to go to college. We're taking him on this tours. We're doing the investigations. We're talking about the pros and cons and the whole thing. And our daughter was already in college. Right. So our, our kids, very different human beings. Very, very both amazing. I have to say that they're both amazing, but completely different, completely different ideas about where they wanted to go to school, what it was they were looking for. Um, in and a, what they wanted in to do, college. nursing versus law. Right. I mean, really. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Totally opposite. And had just sort of very different needs about, you know, what they wanted. And so our daughter put together a list. She's she's very... Um, Meticulous. Yeah, when it comes to some things, some things, she's a bit of a slob she's, when it comes to others. Super, yes. She's a slob. She's super creative. But anyway, yes. she put together a list of exactly what she wanted. And she wanted a diverse school. She wanted a school that was in an urban setting. Um, we, we live just outside of, you know, outside of a city. Uh, and she's been very intrigued by that. She, because she's going into nursing, she had this very specific, um, desire to go to a university that was attached to a level one trauma center. That was very important to her, her. which listen, kudos to her because this girl right here, this one talking, not healthcare, nothing healthcare related, not my thing. I wouldn't have even known that that was something to maybe pay attention to, but our daughter was all over it. And that basically whittled the search down to the one and only school in our state 
And it happens to be the very same school that Steve and I went to. And met at. Met at, graduated from, uh, currently hold... Season tickets to the basketball Season team. tickets to the basketball team. Yep, it starts this coming weekend. Go Rams! Anyway, she applied to that one school, was accepted, and she's now in her third year of nursing school. So, uh, just going back just a little bit, we're hoping that all of this stuff that we learned here can help you. Not only, at, we were looking for an assisted living for my mother, assisted living facility, but it could also help with nursing homes, skilled nursing facilities, any other place that you need to put your parent in, whether it's temporary or or permanent. But so, you know, she whittled that down our, well, our daughter found the best place for her. She complains about it, but you know, she does that anyway, but it's really the best place for her and she's thriving. Meanwhile, our son wanted uh, a more, a small college, a smaller college, and he wanted it in a non-urban setting. You're seeing the difference between the two for sure. Food also very, very important for him. And I swear to God, he almost went to a college just because <laughs> they had a freshman dorm complex with a cafeteria right in the middle. Right of it. in the middle. He was fascinated by he that. He really was. And I think that he, he was like that moments close to the top it of his really list. Did. Right. And they also had that. I don't know how many colleges around the country have this. They had that robotic food delivery thing going on. Yeah. And he was fascinated by that. Much like he was fascinated by food, much like. My mother. Yes. And that's going to come up. Yes. For sure. So this is all relevant when looking for a facility for your parent. Uh, Our two kids wanted different things. And if you take too many recommendations from other people, be very aware of that. Be very wary of that. Because what they may want is not what you may want. And we learned this, by the way, we are campers. Uh, and I'm going to just a little brief aside. We, we yeah. like to go camping. We have a little camper that we love like a third child. Um, and what we've learned is you don't take recommendations from people about campsites because their kind of camping may not be your kind of camping. That is true. They may, oh, it's so much fun. They've got a jump pad and they've got four pools and they've got uh, a, a tree climbing thing and, 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 and concerts every single night. That's not what we're looking for. Oh my God. I wish you guys could see the body language. <laughs> yeah. My arms were flying around here. <laughs> we, we would prefer a state park, nice and quiet. Everyone's got a little campfire and they've got really low music and everyone's quiet and it's like back to nature. That's what we're looking for. This is, so it's very much like that. If you, Take someone else's recommendation. I mean, take it for sure. Let them, you know, if they tell you the care there is terrible, listen to that. But if they may be looking for something different than what you want. Uh, Yeah, I I would say that um, obviously the reason we're doing this podcast is because we hope that we can share some tips, tricks, information, whatever it is that we have learned along the way in our journey with our moms, which you know, some of it's been similar. Some of it is different based on a variety of reasons. And obviously we're doing that because we hope we can be helpful to you. But truly, as Steve just said, like in the end, everyone has to think about the things that work best for them and make decisions based on that. That does not mean ignore. If you've heard something really awful sure. about a facility, Pay attention. Probably you should listen to that. Pay attention. So So we put together our list of what we wanted, much much like our daughter put together a list. We decided to put together a list of what was important to us uh, for my mother, for her assisted living facility. Uh, Number one, proximity to our house. I didn't want to have to drive a half hour, 45 minutes to get there every day or every, you know, other day or whatever. Uh, Apartment size. She has a lot of really nice antiques. I'll mention why in a moment, but 
She has a lot of really nice antiques and and her uh, not to mention her uh, teapot collection. She's got about seventy teapots. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Did, are we talking about that now or is no? That a later no. Well, episode? we'll we'll just say are we going to bookmark bit. that? We're going to bookmark it. Basically, Jennifer had to package and wrap every single one of those seventy five people. 75. She, seventy five teapots. All right, we're going to come back to that in okay. a future episode. Uh, Clearly, Mar- I still have some PTSD. <laughs> yeah, apartment size is important because she has some nice furniture she wanted to bring along. Uh, activities, obviously. It, what kind of stuff is there bingo. to do? Bingo. She's bingo. She's really, really big into bingo. bingo. Bingo's big with the elderly oh, population, in, can, in case any of y'all don't know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't mess with an old lady's bingo. <laughs> and we're going to come back to that later, too. <laughs> yes. um, uh, and availability. And here's why availability is in- important. Because... If not available, if it's not, a, if there's not an apartment available, you get put on a waiting list, just like what college? Oh, college, you get put on right? The yes, list, of just course. Just like college. Yeah. See, this all ties together. It does. So, after a bunch of research, we found three different facilities that we liked. So, yes, there was the converted mansion, which, which was really neat. It was really cool, yeah. and you know, actually, this is a good point to stop and say. Try not to get um, sucked into the superficial things, right? Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Like, don't get sucked into the superficial things. I kind of did. Local facilities that we liked were the converted mansion, the newer facility, and then the smaller facility. Now, the smaller facility had no availability, so it was scratched right out of the gate because we didn't have time for a waiting list. And I would say, like, if we had to go back, I mean... If we had a chance. If we had time. That one we both kind of liked for for a variety of yeah, reasons. Yeah, I mean both it was small. It almost seemed like kind of a family atmosphere. The one thing we saw yeah. there that we didn't see at the other places were the residents all sitting around watching a TV show. Yeah, just kind of generally together. out in a in a, in a common yeah. area yeah. watching TV together. But they didn't have that many apartments there. They were full, and we we just couldn't yeah. wait. But let's talk about the converted mansion because it is it was it's a really cool spot. It was impressive. Yes. So talk about why. Oh yeah. So, why your mom? Why we think your mom would have loved this place in some ways. So back to my mother's furniture. She and my father used to own an antique business, and they had it for a number of years. And I thought my mother might like that because there were a lot of antiques left over from when this was a you know a residence of a family and whatnot, and and the, the whole atmosphere in general. Um, the facility is about twenty five minutes away, which really was about the limit of what I wanted, um, and that's about as far away as her former house was about 25 minutes away. I didn't love that, but I figured that's close enough. Um, They had an in-house step-down unit, which was actually, it was actually a plus. It was a major plus. They basically had a nursing home inside the assisted living. So if, for instance, somebody had surgery or they fell or had some issue where they couldn't live semi-independently anymore in the assisted living, they could go down there. Uh, they only had one apartment available uh, that would work for her. Weirdly, there were apartments there that uh, the doors were not big enough for a wheelchair or a rollator, and I do not know why those rooms are still in the building and haven't been fixed yet. We're not going to get too far into that. It was weird. Um, They had a a requirement that you had to submit your financials, uh, which I thought was very interesting. My mother did pass that, but the benefit of that is if they accepted you and you started living there, 
you would never be kicked out. Right. Even, even, if, if, even if the money ran even out. Even if you totally ran out of money, as long as they couldn't prove somehow that you were spending money on, you know, a $500,000 house in, you know, Wyoming or someplace else. As long as they could prove, they couldn't prove that you were wasting money right. left and right. If you ran out of money, they had a foundation. If they had a foundation, that right. That would keep you still in that place, which is a really huge plus. And I, I do understand that uh, some places have that. Uh, so, you know, th- look, Jennifer, you can talk about the newer facility. All right. Newer facility. Um, it's only about five years old. Purpose built as an assisted living facility. So, And as, that's the difference. That's right. the difference with the mansion because... That mansion, it was interesting. They had to add ramps everywhere. Yeah. And they were going off in weird directions. It was almost like, I don't even know what you call it. It was but a little bit of a maze. It was a little, little confused. A, it was like a maze. Yeah. They call that like a circus like a or a house of, I don't know. I don't it was know almost I mean. like an M.C. Escher painting, really, yes. in some ways, oh, for sure. Oh, that's a great way to describe that, it. That famous one that we all had on our yes. walls in college. We did. Because we're Gen Xers. Yes. We did that. We did. Yes, I know I had That's it. That's true. I'm sure. pretty sure I had it. Was it was like that. There were ramps going everywhere in weird That's directions. True. That's true. So back to the newer one. Five years old, purpose built, larger apartments. Uh, there was a first floor apartment available. Now, the major issue with this particular facility was the requirement of transferability, which we initially thought might render Steve's mom ineligible. And I'm just thinking about how often we talked about a one-person transfer versus oh, a two-person right, transfer. Oh, my So let's talk about that. This that is something, means. if you're going to go into assisted, you're going to send your parent into assisted living, rather, or you, I guess. I don't know. But uh, you're going to learn about this. And, and I'm, I'm assuming this is at least somewhat universal. Uh, and, I, and I hope I'm not wrong about that. Well, yeah, it, it probably I'm not wrong about that. But uh, so... Here's what you got to know about assisted living. Assisted living is not necessarily like a healthcare facility. Um, and it, we didn't know that. Uh, we just kind of assumed, well, it's a healthcare facility. Well, but they need people who are at least somewhat independent. Mobile, Mobile right. in some ways. Mobile slash independent. Yeah. So right. in other words, if, if your parent cannot get up out of that wheelchair and get into bed with only one person helping, they can't go live there. At least not well, in the one wait world. wait a minute. So like, All right, that's is, the weird this is, thing. This no. is the weird thing. Okay, I don't know if we're thinking the same thing, Steve, but here's what I would say the like t- tip or, or question to ask is, a lot of these facilities, they have a uh, certain number of wheelchair-bound residents they can oh, have. Yes. And they have For sure. No, this is a, it's a fire code thing. And right. they say you have to be able to self-preserve. In other words... If you're in bed, the fire alarm goes out, uh, they, they're only allowed to have a certain number of people in the building who cannot get themselves out of bed and out of the building. Right. And for us, I'm thinking about this. At the time we were looking for assisted living for your mom, we knew it was because she had limited mobility. But as I've started to you know look at it a little bit more holistically, there are people who go into assisted living for a variety of reasons. Um, it's two major reasons, really. Okay. It really yeah. comes down to it. What's it's either your body is failing or your mind is. Yeah. Really? I, I guess That's, it's mostly that. I, Steve, I think there are also people, though, who move into assisted living. They um, they truly just don't want to live independently anymore. They want a little bit like they want that um, 
I, I can't think of the right word, but they want to be able to have three hot meals provided. Yeah. They don't want to have to cook anymore. But they're, for the people who are really mobile and really get around pretty well, there are uh, independent living facilities. Like like the one where my mother lives, they also have independent living next door, true which that. is really an apartment. True. They still have meals. Uh, they That's still have a true. dining room. But uh, they don't do things like, they don't have to do things over there like help people into bed, right. take right. care of their medicine, that kind of stuff. I guess the larger point here that we're trying to to share with everyone in case you find yourself in the same situation that we did. Steve and I had a very specific idea of what we thought assisted living was. <laughs> in a lot of ways we were dead wrong. And we were just wrong about it and certainly early on and we're only about a year into this assisted living journey we're with Steve's still mom, learning. You know, we, yeah, we've had to shift our thinking because we had all of these thoughts and ideas about what the medical care was going to be and what the assistance, and I'm putting this in quotations. If y'all can't see me, I am doing air quotes. They can't see you, but you're doing air quotes. Right. What the assistance really is with assisted living. And it's, um, I mean, maybe Steve and I are slow and we're just behind the A-ball on this one, but it it was a bit of a shock to the system. I really think we had in our heads that it was a really nice nursing home sort of we i i personally and i know jennifer didn't really know uh what an assisted living truly was until we started investigating this and so let, let's move on but you know you what you got to remember during all this stuff we're, we're we're touring i i toured all of them i brought jennifer along as a uh as a second set of eyes which is really really important i don't know if it, you know even if you're not married bring someone else along as a second set of eyes because she saw things that i didn't notice and also remember my mother never toured any of these places before she moved she didn't see any of this stuff other than pictures that i brought her on my phone or on an ipad before she moved in because there was no way to do it. She was still recovering from a pretty significant back surgery at that point. And even once she was a little more recovered, one thing just kind of one thing or another just kept coming up that kept us from taking her to any of them. So we really had just <laughs> had to guess as to what she would like. I really thought she would like the mansion, you know, with all the with all the antiques and stuff, I thought she'd like that fancy living. I mean, the dining room was really almost like a resort dining room. It really, it was. really was. Hey, side note here. Steve and I love the homestead. Which is in Western Virginia. It's in Hot Springs, Virginia. It's amazing. If anyone is not in Virginia or if you're in Virginia and you ever have the chance to go, maybe we could get them to sponsor this episode, oh. Steve. Yeah. Brought, to, brought to you by the no, homestead. No, 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 no. Stop that. They're not sponsoring it. They didn't okay, give us sorry. any money. Stop that. Um, but legit steve is right the the fancy dining room at the homestead that it's exactly it what the dining like room that. looked like it a really smaller did. version of it and, and think of think of it you know if you're not in virginia you've never been to the homestead think about a fancy resort in your area the dining room is always really fancy with the big chandeliers and everything it looked just where like by that. the way all the old people want to eat of course i mean maybe not so much us but of yeah. course yeah but uh so we made a final decision and and here's why um, the, we went back, actually it was during the time that during the visit where I brought Jennifer back for her to give me another set of eyes, the, uh, admissions director or whatever you want to call her there sat us down and said, okay, based on what you've told me about your mother, she would have to start in the nursing home. That was a rough day. It was a rough day. Was I, a really rough day. 
kind of, I mean, and in Jennifer will tell you, I'm not an emotional person. Nope. I am largely dead inside. Yep. I, she told me that and I basically deflated into just this tiny little piece of a balloon on the floor because I know my mother had been in a sniff for a month. She was in rehab uh, facility for two weeks. She was in the hospital for three weeks before that. If I had sent her to a nursing home, even if it was inside of a fancy mansion, it might have killed her. She would have just given up mentally. Yep. She might have just given up. Agreed. So I couldn't do that. So I rushed back to the newer facility. And... Yeah, but before that, wait, let's go back, though. Here was another thing that Oh, the, the apartment, the, right. The available apartment was on the fourth floor of this fourth facility. At the end and of the hall. And it was way down the hallway. And it was kind of like Rapunzel, Rapunzel. I mean, it was so far away from everything. Part of what Steve and I had to do, forget the fact that the apartment was a lot smaller, but part of what we had to do was we had to picture, okay, so she's going to be in this apartment all the way down at the end of the hallway. How is she going to get to all of these fabulous activities that Mm -hmm. are, you know, offered at this facility? And is someone going to wheel her there? Again, this was very early in our journey. And and we have learned, by the way, these assisted living, a lot of times if there's somebody who gets a a heart in a wheelchair having a hard time getting around, they will wheel them to things. I mean, they will do that. But they're all short staffed. We know this. They're all short staffed. But yes. But anyway, like it felt, I mean, Steve, I don't know about you, but I remember walking down this long hallway and just thinking that the apartment felt so isolated. It did. It did. For sure. And it, it was, just, yeah. it felt like it was not going to be good for your mom's mental health. Yeah. And, and that's a huge thing. Well, you do it, have to keep this in mind. And on top of that, I mean, the apartment was small. I mean, we were trying to picture all of her really nice 75 furniture. 75 teapots. Y'all remember teapots. I said that earlier. And I remember trying to tell my mother at one point, I don't know if we have room for the teapots. And her eyes turning, first they got as big as saucers, and then they became like demon eyes. No, I'm taking the teapots. Of all, of all, all of the things. All. Out of her house. The teapots, the teapots had to come along. And and we learn later, we learn later sort of what the sentimental value of the teapots. She'd been collecting them since think- she was 12. Right. I don't think we fully understood no, that. we really didn't. Th- that's another thing. That's a little squirrel side note. They're they're gonna. What's be, a squirrel side note? I don't know. It's a squirrel. I don't a understand squirrel. what that means. Like a squirrel darts out and like changes. I don't know. That's weird. Oh, changes direction. Okay. Please right? continue. Squirrels. Think about it. A squirrel runs out on the street squirrel. in front of you. Right. It goes this way and then it goes that way. And I know you all can't see my hands, but I'm going in different directions. Okay. All right. That's a new one for me. It's a squirrel. Please continue. What? Where I, have I you don't, been? I anyway. Seriously though, like the side note. Hmm, thank you. The side note is, uh, and we may, t- we, I, in fact, I feel certain we're going to talk about this later when we talk about the moving of the stuff oh. into, the, into the assisted living, but like, don't discount even when you're, it, but it's relevant right now though, when you're selecting a place and thinking about the things that your loved one is going to want to move into their assisted living facility or their nursing home or, or their anything nursing else, home, whatever yeah. it is, you try as best you can to, um, understand what the things are that are going to be valuable or important to them. And, and, and you may not fully understand and it. And why they're important to right, them. Right. That's why what, just, that's what I'm them. saying. Like I you've got to step back. Like for Steve and I a little bit when we were 
looking at the selection of this and there was the discussion about the teapots and the apartment might not be big enough for the teapots. And that was something that clearly we realized clearly was very upsetting for Steve's mom. We needed to listen to that um, and, and pay attention to that and try to honor, try to honor that for her. That's true. That's true. So, you know, in the end we went back, um, to the newer facility, which was purpose-built. It was truly an assisted living facility, not a mansion that had been turned into one. And uh, I signed the papers because I have power of attorney, which, again, it's going to come up in another episode as well. Legal issues. We're not lawyers, but we're going to talk about them. What? And what? Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. Oh, we've we've produced a son who wants to be a who lawyer. Who wants though. to be a lawyer. He's not even a lawyer no. yet. Yeah, anyway. That's true. But uh, I signed the papers for her, and they were happy to bring us in. And then the other shoe dropped a little bit. Um, A couple of days, and this is something, I mean, I don't think it's just the place where she is. Uh, I I could be wrong about that. But based on having talked to the mansion as well, wanting to put her into the nursing home, I'm thinking it's probably not. But just a couple of days before she was supposed to move in, finally, after all this time, two plus months in healthcare facilities, they sent over their head nurse or healthcare director or whatever her title was to the sniff where she was staying. And they, she did an evaluation of where she, where my mother was. And I got a call from the facility or from the, I'm sorry, the assisted living uh, facility. And they said, your mother can't move in. We'd already signed the documents. We'd already moved her furniture into the apartment. All of it, including the 75 teapots. Which had to be individually wrapped in bubble wrap. By me. By Jennifer. She did a fantastic job. Not one single one cracked. Nope, not Um, a single one. But they tell me, your mother is not independent enough to be in assisted living. And again, this was part of our education. I thought independent living is independent living. Assisted living means you get assistance. But apparently, at least for this one facility where she lives, and I don't, again, I don't think it's all of them. I don't think it's that, just that one, rather. Uh, she's not independent enough. Basically, they said they needed her to be able to do a one-person transfer, which means transferring from the chair into the bed with one person helping. Now, what's interesting about this is that the marketing director, who was the one who showed me around, sat with me while I signed the paper. She said a two person transfer, which I knew she could do at that point because I'd seen her do it. Now, the healthcare director is saying a one person. Now, Jennifer, can you just give the people out there listening an idea of just how pissed off I was that day? It was a low point for sure um, because, and we are going to talk about this later too, just about the saga of clearing out Steve's mom's house and getting everything moved to the assisted living we, we'd facility. We'd been through a lot. We had been through a lot. And the call, it was one of those... A little preview. My mother's a borderline hoarder. That's all you need oh to know. Let's just... Uh, no, no, we're not going to say I anything mean, else. Right, we're joking we're about the 75 teapots. And that's like that's a legit <laughs> collection, so fine. But Tip of the iceberg. Mm, tip just of the, the iceberg. Okay, anyway. But I do on. remember that day um, hearing you down the hallway answering the phone. And I could hear the tone in your voice. And... Sort of, you know, I could gather what was happening a little tiny bit from your side of the conversation. And 
So I'm listening to Steve, my husband, who's been handling all of this and hearing a little slight, you know, panic in his voice, frankly. So my mind tried to kick into gear as quickly as it could. He gets off the phone. I sort of gathered what was happening. He explains to me what they've said. Oh, we, you know, don't have a space in the facility for someone who needs, uh, you know, a two-person assistance fire code back to that whole Mm -hmm, issue. mm -hmm. That's what it all came down to. And, um, you know, this is... Well, I think what what they said, let's back up a second. They said that they were already over their limit for people who couldn't get themselves out of bed on their own. Right. And my whole thing was, why did we sign this contract? No, I know. This is what I was getting to. I'm sorry. Please get there. Please get there. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little riled up right now. Right. I know. I remember. But part of, you know, so I, all right, this is a perfect example. Steve's getting a little riled up. I was able to be a little bit calmer and a little bit more rational in my thinking. One spouse is crazy. The other one is called. Yes. And thankfully, Steve and I always flip flop at exactly the right time when we're not both on the same level of crazy at the same time. I don't think it's probably (laughs) happened once in 27 years. But yeah, uh, I said to him, I said, pull out the contract that we have already signed. Mm -hmm. And we sat at the kitchen table and we went through it. And I was able again, it was a little bit. Y'all know the cartoons where the smoke is coming out of the ears it was a little bit of that it was a little bit of like steve's face being red i thought he was gonna like have a stroke quite frankly and and, and we've said i'm not an emotional person which also means i don't really lose my temper no steve Uh, my father had a temper and i taught myself long 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 time ago to not do that steve does not but he was pretty he was pretty hot i was able to say okay we're gonna pull out this contract we're gonna go through it page by page and we're gonna look at exactly what we've signed not only what we've signed but what they have signed Mm -hmm. and frankly it's i feel like that's what said we will take care of them basically i feel like that's what saved us and i said before you go over because steve was about to rush over to have a whole conversation with the executive director and the healthcare director and this is the whole You got to advocate for your loved one. And, you know, frankly, what it came down to was it was not our issue that they had signed off on his mom being able to move into this facility and then deciding that maybe she wasn't quite at that level yet, which let me just say, like, that is a thing to think about through all of this. There's like this fine line of where your loved one is at any given moment and there are projections based on what a doctor tells you. Mm-hmm. Oh, he or she doctor, is doctor PT OT. I mean, right. yeah, he for or sure. she is going to be at this level. We feel certain within the next month. But if that doesn't happen, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And that's not you can't. Well, and what it came down to is that I mean, her situation was a very strange one. Uh, normally, it was a little un- it was unusual. It was for sure. I mean, normally, you know, you you bring your mother, your father in there. They take a look at the place. You sit down. You talk about it. Uh, the healthcare director talks to them, figures it out. You sign the papers, you move in, boom, you're done. My mother was in a sniff at the time and needed to move in there, but couldn't leave, couldn't see the place. They never laid eyes on her, but honest to God, the marketing director made a big mistake in signing her up. And that's not my problem. Nope. Not, not, my not problem. our problem. So, yeah, I mean, and this comes down to advocating and my advocating was rather loud that day. Uh, I drove, was driving over there for a meeting. I got a call and said, well, so-and-so has to leave right now. So can we do this over the phone? I pulled over into like a church parking lot 
and began screaming at them. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> in the end, you know, I, I said, look, this is not over. There will be legal ramifications here. I'm not going to give up on this because in the end, if we, if you hadn't said she could move in, I wouldn't have moved her furniture in. I wouldn't have gotten her ready to move in. I wouldn't be ready to move her in right this moment. And you cannot tell me that she's not moving yeah. in. And if you guys, I know you don't know us, but like for us to say something, for Steve to say something like we're, we're, they're going to be legal ramifications. Oh, we are not, we are not us, the type to, not to us, lawyer up. But or. as you will hear in future episodes, when we even just talk about the saga of cleaning out, Bull. closing out Steve's mom's house and, and getting her moved. And it wasn't even moved, done at that point yet. It wasn't even no. done. But uh, there was no way we were, there was no way we were turning back. No. Nope. No. Nope. No. All right, well, let's wrap right. up this episode. Yep. And uh, I've got a few things to add in here. We have now, I've now created ways for you to reach out to us if you want to. So thanks for listening to this. If you'd like to get in touch with us with a question, a comment, an inquiry uh, about a sponsorship for this podcast, it'd be fantastic. Just give us some money, please. <laughs> uh, we have a few options for you. And you could join in, send us, leave us a message, uh, whether in text or email or whatever. How's your mom? How's your dad? That kind of thing. Yeah, we'd love to. We'd love you, to hear. That. I think what and we're we will, finding. We will read it on this episode. Right. Because sure. what we're finding throughout this process is oh it's God. cathartic. It is it's cathartic. cathartic. And what I'm that, learning, what we are learning, we've told people that we know who are in our generation, who are Gen X, we are all being squa- squished, squished with this. From the squished. La- from yeah, a previous we're episode. We're squish. being squished. We're back all right. To so squish. you can email us at. It's the name of the podcast, Caregiving Gen X Style, all one word, caregivinggenxstyle at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail and know that we will potentially use it on the episode. The phone number is 804-723-1221. 804-723-1221. If you miss that, it'll be in the show notes. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Gen X Caregiving. Pretty simple. So... That's the end of this episode. We hope to hear from you soon, and we'll be back soon with another episode. Good night, everyone. Have a great day.